Josh and Norton are back to talk all things fantasy NASCAR. It's the Atop the Pit Box Podcast. Let's go. Welcome in to the Atop the Pit Box podcast. I am your host, Josh Rolfus. I am here with uh, my co-host and commissioner of the league, Mr. Norton. We were delayed a day. Did you survive to Daytona? I'm just happy that we're here finally talking about it. It kind of felt like it was never going to show up. All the anticipation and then we just had to keep waiting. One more day. One more day. But that meant one more day for... Uh, additional entries to people, those late, those procrastinators, they got an extra day to get that, uh, get those entries into uh, the, the, into the league. You know, that, that worked too. We, uh, we ended up getting 19 more entries from when the green flag should have waved to when the green flag finally waved. So the rain delay was good for fantasy NASCAR. And that got us over our goal of 250, right? So we do we owe Mother Nature a thank you instead? I think we do, maybe, yeah. Obviously, uh, thank you to everybody who who joined the league. Um, we had a lot of new new people join, a lot of old faces. Uh, what was the breakdown? Where did we end up with for total entries for 2024? Yeah, so like you said, we broke our goal of 250. We got to 266 entries, and 92 of those entries are rookies. So last year, uh, we kind of blew that out of the water with our big recruiting and making it our big big season. Uh, we had 97 rookies last year. If you'd have told me that we were almost going to match that for rookies again this year, I'd have called you crazy, but we almost did. 92 rookies. Uh, we had 74% of the league come back plus the rookies, plus, you know, a few multiple entries got us to that 266. I, I think we owe the NASCAR community a big thank you. Uh, we got a lot of referrals, which when I when I would see those come through, warmed my heart. I love to see, you know, he, us promoting each other. And uh, that's a good point. I want to call out some of these referrals that you mentioned. We had We had 30 entries that came from referrals. Um, whether awesome. it be past members or new members, but, uh, you know, we, we ask everybody with their entries, where they came from, how they heard about us, obviously Twitter campaign's been huge, but really a big thank you to these 30 entries, these 30 referrals that we got. We appreciate that support. You know, I don't know how you feel about this, but to me, I think last year we, you and I did a lot of pr pressuring our, uh, non-NASCAR friends to submit teams and and sometimes multiple teams just to kind of get the the, the uh, numbers up. This year, uh, I think we I would say a lot of those fell off and were replaced with, you know, uh, diehard NASCAR fans or, you know, people that were, you know, picking up the, the sport and getting interested in it. Uh, the engagement has been up on Twitter and and the interactions and I just think that even we, we grew, but I think we grew stronger and, and uh, look forward to the interactions that, that we're going to have throughout this year. Definitely. So in addition to all these new entries we got and, you know, the growth of the league, I decided to run some 
analysis on on uh, geographically where the league is from. And obviously, Nebraska, Iowa are two huge states for us. That's just where we've originated from. But we have made it now to 31 different states plus Canada. We have a Canadian member of the league. So international. That's super. Yeah. Super exciting. Super cool to see 32 states. We're obviously going to shoot for 50. Now that we're tracking it next year, we're going to, we're going to try for 50, obviously. Uh, But super awesome. We got a, a super diverse group of people from all over the country and really just excited to, to get this thing going. So let's talk about the driver breakdowns and and who was the the most popular pick and and who was the least popular pick all right so driver breakdown this year your number one driver picked by over 50 percent of the league 137 teams kyle larson so i don't think that's a big surprise um and your lowest picked driver is daniel hemrick there are two teams out of our 266 entries that have daniel hemrick on their team and Harrison Burton, was he the second from bottom? Harrison Burton had six. Uh, okay. Daniel Suarez had six. Those were the next two uh, least picked drivers. So a little surprised that maybe it was Suarez's value. Felt a little too high, but um, I, I wouldn't have expected him to be picked that few. Um, He's just been awful. He was bad last yeah. year. and I, I just don't think anybody has any. What has he done to provide or to to show that he is worth that value because what is he what was his value uh, he's a 12 yeah so same as josh barry yeah eric jones is an 11 so anything else stand out to you yeah so another one of the higher picked drivers um and i don't think this is much of a surprise but ross chastain 40 percent of the league 107 teams he we kind of talked about him being undervalued anyway he's middle of the road as far as values go so really easy to put him on the team just from a mathematical standpoint um, but 107 teams with him so it'll be interesting to see if he can rebound from his sluggish second half of the year or if he's gonna impact 107 teams so we had to wait an extra day but we did have a race what were your overall thoughts on the daytona 500 obviously we weren't there so we had a different view uh, than we did last year, which I would uh, say that last year's view was a little bit better. Yeah, as as good as the pizza and wings were, um, I I certainly would have preferred to have been there again, but uh, maybe next year. Uh, the race was great. I I enjoyed it. I think it obviously you had the pack racing, mostly due to fuel consumption. So there's that new strategy now with super speedways that fuel consumption matters. There's it's more of a race to conserve fuel than it is to to race but you had the wrecks you had the action you had the three wide racing i think overall it, i enjoyed it it was a good race so i would say the last 60 or 70 laps where they gotten three they were three wide and they just stayed there for multiple laps i think that i mean pretty much to the end they were three wide racing uh it just took a little bit of time to get there. And I know I said to you in the middle of the second stage, if there wasn't that first caution, first two stages was were kind of boring. Um, yeah. So for me, the, the, the fuel saving strategy and what comes with that 
kind of took away from a little bit of the of the racing but the the final stage and the the battles i mean that that we got the big one so we weren't ripped off from from that standpoint which you knew was going to happen and another race that finishes under caution which i know is not ideal uh but it's how it how it is so yeah, two years in a row that we don't make it back to the checkered flag, which, again, I, I know why they do it. I know why it's the rule. Sucks to to not see them get across the finish line, but that's how William Byron wins anyway. So just kind of lucks <laughs> into things. That's Alex Bowman. Oh, right. Different Hendrick car, my bad. So your winner is William Byron, who you said was owned by... 80. 88 teams. He was owned by 33% of the league. He was a 20-point driver, a guy who had six wins last year. He's already locked in the playoffs now. So uh, any any concern of a, of a fall-off or, uh, you know, that they weren't going to come out firing kind of is out the window at this point, huh? Yeah, I was not super high on Byron. Um I, I thought that last year was obviously a good year for him. He showed tons of improvement, um, but I just didn't feel like he was going to repeat that effort this year. And he's starting off right away, proving me wrong. So props to him. And Chase Elliott won the stage one back in fantasy relevance after being kind of out of the out of the uh, discussion last year with his injury. And then, when he came back, he really wasn't close to competing. So uh, nice to see the nine car win a stage. And then the second stage was won by your champion, Ryan Blaney. So look at us. We start off the year with both of our guys getting stage wins. Yeah. So Ryan Blaney gets a, a stage win, uh, which is uh, minus three points for his score. And then the, the leader or the car that led the most laps was Joey Logano, and he led how many laps did he lead? I think it was forty five if I remember correctly. So he he is your leader. Uh, he gets an extra three points. Yep. So stage winners get three bonus point discount uh, laps led, and then your winner gets a five point deduction. So William Byron ends with negative four. And going into that, some of the fantasy impacts. So William Byron is obviously your number one driver right now. Taking a look at some of the cars that some of the lower value drivers that finished well in this race, and we'll go through this throughout the season. Um, but John Hunter Nemechek finishing in seventh place is a nine point driver. So that's a that's a strong performance for him. He's looking good to start the season. He's owned by nine teams, and he drastically over overperformed his value so good for him uh some of the drivers that some of the higher value drivers we mentioned him already ryan blaney got caught up in the wreck even with the bonus points he ends with 27 fantasy points obviously valued as a 19 point driver he's running nine spots below that value right now some big fantasy impact daytona is going to be all over the place anyway we yeah we that, should but... i was just going to say we we should probably put an asterisk next to this because yeah because uh it's not i i can't imagine that John Hunter Nemechek is going to run consistently like he did at Daytona. You never know, but there's definitely a an asterisk next to uh, next to those scores, and and again next to to 
our fantasy scores too. It's always going to be higher at, at the Daytona. So yeah, for sure. And looking at Daytona as a whole, um, nothing too shocking with the low scores. Our low score was 38 points. Our high score was 140. Those kind of fall about where you would expect for Daytona. Um, and our average was 82 fantasy points uh, per team. Our lowest average at Daytona in fantasy history was 76. So the average for this race was pretty low. Um 76 was spring of 2021 and we had 82 this year or this, this race. So pretty low average. So, and that's, I think that's gotta be because of the lack of cautions. Like we only really had the one caution. um, And then obviously the, the end, but we didn't really see any of that, any, any errors that led to cautions throughout the, the first two stages. So, Still a still a wild card. Those super speedways are always tough to judge, but uh, always fun to always fun to watch. So let's give a shout out to our top ten. Sounds good. So uh, first place, we mentioned it with thirty eight points, is last chance. Uh, second place, Husker Knowledge. Third place is Thomas Fink, number two. Fourth is our first rookie, Preston Hesselmeyer. Uh, tied for fourth, there's a three-way tie for fourth place. C number one and Cargo Fast are tied with Preston. Seventh place is Swa78. Eighth is Dwayne Van Hepelum. Probably not pronouncing that right. Uh, ninth place is Ron Boyson, number two. And rounding out the top ten is the Philly Special. So we have four rookies in our top ten. So just a reminder that we will be doing a name bracket challenge so as we uh, as you see the standings get familiar with the other team names start to think about the ones that that jump out at you and uh get ready to vote that will be coming right around march when we do our our march madness team name bracket so just something to think uh just something to uh keep in mind as you're looking at these standings so yeah and i have not i have not dug into this yet um but now that you mention it i would guess that we have probably 85% of the league with team names this year, uh, which is a huge increase from last year. So this name bracket challenge is going to be a very large bracket. We'll have to figure out how to, how to sort through all that, but we have a lot of team names this year. I'm looking forward to that challenge. Yeah. We, we challenged them to come up with team names and everybody responded. And I, I obviously have seen all the team names um, and everybody has now that it's out, but there are some pretty good ones uh, that, uh, I've, I've got my eye on too. So it's so a good job, everybody. So now we're going to take a look at what is coming up at next week's race in Atlanta. Yeah. So we're going to Atlanta. We'll see if we actually race on Sunday. We'll keep our fingers crossed for that, but we will have a race and looking at Atlanta, going into some fantasy stats from past seasons, the lowest score of all time at Atlanta happens to belong to me. Uh, I scored eight points at Atlanta in spring of 2021. So that is, that's a really low score for fantasy standards. It's probably going to be tough to beat. Um, Andrew Dickel has the highest score of all time. And that happened at the most recent race fall of last year. He scored 155 points at Atlanta. And I will say to give, take some credit away from myself. 
spring of 2021 was before it turned into a super speedway. I was just, so, I was going to see, I was waiting to see if you would, if you yeah. would acknowledge that. <laughs> I think, uh, I think I'm going to hang on to that st- stat for a while, but Hey, it, it's still at Atlanta. It's still at Atlanta. And the lowest average, same thing, uh, fall of 2021, probably going to be a tough average to beat, but 58 fantasy points is the lowest average we've had there. And then last year, fall of 2023, the average was 96. So I would say our most recent uh, displays at Atlanta are a little bit more what we can probably expect next week. And the highest, the high average is 96. So we're going to have some more high scores again, two weeks in a row. We may have to alter, we might have to do like a baseball hall of fame where we put a little asterisk next to, uh, next to your eight. Because I don't think so that's not necessary. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I don't I don't think it's very uh, transparent to the to the to the league that uh, you've got a, a track that no longer exists that you got eight points on. But I'll leave it to you. You you do those updates. So <laughs> yeah. So let's do the compare apples to apples and let's look at the last spring race. Spring race last year, Atlanta's average was seventy seven. So pretty low. Last week we made our predictions. You had Brad Kozlowski. I had Austin Sindrick. And thankfully, Brad K crashed uh, and allowed Sindrick to finish higher than him. Uh, Sindrick finished 20-some? Sindrick finished 22nd to uh, to Kozlowski's 33rd. So neither driver did well. Not not a great showing for us, but you got me. And, and having to only pick one driver throughout the year and... It being a super speedway, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the win. And yeah, you gotta win with Austin Cindric. That's uh that's that's, that's a the good goal start to the season. That's the goal. Yeah. So we're going back to a super speedway, and I get to pick first because I won. Is that right? Right? That's we're, right. We're doing okay. Yep. So um I get to go first. You hold the pit box. Oh, I like it. I am going to extend my lead by taking Brad Keselowski. Well, that's very funny because I'm going to steal your strategy and take Austin Cindric. So we are just switching drivers this week. All right, folks, this is so entertaining. <laughs> We're really switching it up here. Unreal. Well, I hope that Austin Cindric sucks for you this week <laughs> and Brad Kozlowski doesn't get caught in a crash like I was rooting for uh, at Daytona. So <laughs> is this what we're going to do? We're just going to switch off and then next week we'll we'll just keep picking each yeah, other. I mean, if, if you beat me, then I'll just take the driver you beat me with. <laughs> see if that strategy works. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, just to recap, I am up one nothing on the year. You are taking... Austin Sindrick. I'm taking Brad Kozlowski. It's very easy to remember. Uh, I just have to remember the same two drivers for for two weeks straight. So, yep, perfect. All right, very happy to be back. Welcome to everybody to to the new season. We're so excited to have everybody here and uh, ready. Just really excited to have NASCAR back. Yeah, thanks to everyone that's joined, everyone that's provided support. Uh, we asked that we make this season the biggest and best one yet, and we're starting off strong with 266 entries. So thanks to everyone. Make sure to follow us on Twitter or X at the top of the box and check out our Facebook page, same place. And thanks again to all the interaction that we've gotten. Awesome. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the show. Help us grow by sharing the podcast or leaving a five-star review. And if you want more, 
check us out on Twitter and Facebook by searching Atop the Pit Box. And be sure to check out atopthepitbox.com for current standings and stats for this year's Fantasy NASCAR League. We'll see you next time.